0: Hey, this is Kyle Turner, the lead pastor of Hillsong, Kansas City. Welcome to our podcast. We hope that it inspires you, encourages you, and most importantly, helps you get closer to Jesus. Enjoy the message. Hey, I want to welcome every single one of you tuning in, whether you're part of our church family here at Hillsong, Kansas City, or or just, just watching, maybe even for the very first time, you're joining us for another part of a series of talks we've been in called A New Normal. How many know the last few months, last several weeks, have been so far from normal? And it looks like they were about ready to walk into a new season on the verge of things opening back up. And gatherings for us as a church, they will happen in the right time and in compliance with the city, and we'll do it in the right, safe way. We're gonna be good neighbors to Kansas City. And although this crisis still, it isn't over, it does seem to be that there is a season change that's happening. And the hope to which we've been clinging to is seeming to rise. You know, I said a few weeks ago to don't waste a crisis. That's actually a political term coined originally by Winston Churchill. You know, it means that when things are bad, you can use a problem for a platform to get your agenda across. When there's a difficulty, you can use it to get some things done, some things that you wanted completed. It means when there's a crisis, you can use it to bring change. And I believe that's what God wants to do, that God wants to bring permanent change for you through this problem that we're facing, that the new normal for you is not to go back to who you used to be before we were staying at home, but to find yourself, find God in this time and to become everything he's called you to be, that we're not just going back to normal, there's a new normal on the other side of this situation. So why not let this problem become a platform for God to produce something new in you? And I wanna to speak to you in this message titled, Hang Ups and Hideouts. Because I believe there are many things that have been living under the radar in our hearts that this season has exposed. Some things that we maybe even known about and we've been in hiding from, maybe been ignoring for a season. Maybe some secrets that we've been keeping, some contaminated character that's been in us that this pressure and the problem season that we've been in has pushed to the surface. I believe and declare that God is wanting to do a lasting work in every area and where you've been experiencing deficits and drama in your heart and your soul that this season has brought to the surface. I believe God isn't wanting just to show you what the problems are. He wants to be the problem solver in that area of your life, that we can get out of the old and into the new. But before we can get to the new, we might need to bury some of the old. We might need to say goodbye to some of the baggage of yesterday. It says that in Ephesians chapter four, to throw off the old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. I think it's good to note that lust doesn't just mean sexual desires, it also means carnal living or the living according to the way that just feels good in the moment. It says we got to get rid of that old sinful nature, our former self, and instead let the Spirit of God renew your thoughts and attitudes to put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy, to put on the new, I don't know about you, but it's been difficult for me to put on some new clothes in this season. It's easy. In fact, some of you are watching right now in the same old sweats that you wore for the last few days. And hey, nothing wrong with that. Do it while you can, because that season might come to an end and you're gonna actually eventually have to do your laundry again. I really like how the message paraphrase reads that same passage of scripture from Ephesians 4. It says it this way. Everything, and I do mean everything, connected with that old way of life has to go. It's rotten through and through. Get rid of it and take on an entirely new way of life, a God-fashioned life, a life renewed from the inside. And that means that old ways of coping, old mindsets, old habits, old hang-ups, old drama, old unforgiveness, old bitterness, old deception that's been in your life, that we have a chance right here, right now, by the presence of God, by the grace of God, to get it out of our life once and for all. And this new normal that we've been called into is a life filled with God going to work and changing us once and for all. You know, in the normal that we've been experiencing, we've been staying at home. And there's really, when you're at home, there's no escaping who you really are. When we go out in community and society, sometimes we can put a face on, sometimes we can wear a mask. But you know, when you've been around your family and your spouse for a long time, you're there all the time and who you really are starts to come out. You might've been experiencing some tension with your spouse, some frustration with your kids. Maybe you've been experiencing some financial fear. Most days I find myself playing like the day long game of hide and seek i'm trying to hide out sometimes from my family so i can get some work done i try to seek some solitude and get some peace and when i'm getting some work done it's not two minutes that go by before i start to hear the pitter patter of little feet sneaking up on dad begging for one more bounce on the trampoline as much as i have loved this time to build and invest in my family especially with my newborn child The reality is some of the things I've been wanting to accomplish, I've not been able to do because there's just no escape in this season. In Luke chapter eight, Jesus says, for all that is secret will eventually be brought into the open and everything that's been concealed will be brought into the light and be made known to all. So if you have anger issues, it's gonna come out. If you have hidden wounds that have been in your heart for years, I believe they're gonna come out if there's places in your heart where you haven't been trusting God, maybe you're seeing them for the very first time. And I wanna encourage you, that's a good thing. God is showing you where you need to grow. God is exposing where you have been normal and He wants to make you new. So let's be the kind of believers that love to let the light in because God never reveals what He won't heal. God never brings to the surface what He won't strengthen or change. God will never expose a wound that he won't get to work on. But we have to decide for ourselves. Will we let that old self, that part that's been coming out from our yesterday, will we let it linger with us in our tomorrow? Or will we let God go to work on our hangups? And will we stay hiding out? I want to encourage you live wide open before your God right now. In fact, many of us have more time than we've ever had to really seek God to let Him investigate us, to let Him go to work in us. And as we come out of this season, I'm gonna encourage you, don't stay the same. There's a new normal for you. Yet we see, even in the scriptures and Bible characters, time and again, people hiding out from the help of God, hiding out from the hope that can be found in God. And in Genesis 19, we actually see a crazy story where Lot and his two daughters escape out of their old hometown that was under destruction. Now, Lot's wife, she didn't escape. Although she was on her way to freedom, she looked back to her yesterday. And when she looked back, longing for how it used to be, she stayed stuck there forever. In verse 30, it says, Lot and his two daughters left Zoar, and then they settled in the mountains. But he was afraid to stay in Zoar. He and his two daughters then lived in a cave. And although they were spared and they had a new beginning in front of them, they lived in fear and stayed hiding away. They lived in a cave and it was not a man cave. In fact, you might have a man cave right now and it is no good at all because there are no sports to watch at all. The closest thing I have to sports right now that I'm watching is this new bird feeder we put out in our yard. I'm watching the Blue Jay come in. I'm watching the Rockin' Robin step up. There's a little sparrow trying to become the underdog. There's a bird battle out there and that's the most enjoyment. That's the closest thing to sports that I have. It's interesting that the city they fled from, Not the one that was destroyed, but the city that they found their new home in, that they were intimidated to stay in. Zoar means a place of refuge, a sanctuary. You know, in the Old Testament, sanctuaries are reserved for priests, ministers of God. I believe we can look at it and, and see it this way, that there was a new beginning for them. There was a new freedom for them. They had been spared out of the season of despair and they had safety. Not only they had safety, they had sanctuary. And in sanctuaries, there's ministry to be done so lot was rescued from the old but he wasn't ready for the new he wasn't ready for the ministry god had for him he wasn't ready to re-establish his family and his life and he let fear trap him in isolation don't get through this season that might be filled with despair right now and stay in a cave don't be trapped in your yesterday and not being able to walk to the things that god has for you in your future you know the tragic part of this story that it goes on, it's so detrimental to his family and his future. And this is the last time we hear about Lot and his family, that they don't make it to the rest of the story because fear kept them in a place of isolation. I wanna encourage every single man that's watching this, don't live in your cave anymore. I think some of you being at home and out of the ordinary, and maybe as a woman, this might speak to you as well, that if there's anger or lust or pride that's being revealed in this season, That might have been the normal of who you used to be yesterday. You might have some hangups that used to hide out in yesterday, but don't let that be the reality of your tomorrow. In Joshua chapter 10, there's another cave story. There's these five kings that Joshua is chasing down and they went and hid in a cave. In other words, they were rulers, they were leaders. They should have been on the battlefield, but they're running away from the fight. And Joshua then rolls a stone over the cave. I believe it teaches us that if you retreat long enough, your hiding place, your hang-up, your hideout will become a prison that you'll be trapped in. The enemy wants to take a hang-up in your life, make it a hideout, a hiding place of pain, a secret place of problem, and make it a permanent place. He wants to hold you captive in who you used to be and those things that have been living and maybe even festering on the inside of you. Eventually, those kings were brought out into the open. They were killed and thrown back into the cave. Your hidden place can become a permanent place. And if it does, that prison that you're trapped in one day could very well be your coffin. Don't let your dreams and your God given destiny die and become a coffin because you've had some hang ups and you've been hiding out. Don't let your cave become a grave. So, what are some of the hang ups we face? I think intimidation. Not willing to be who we're called to be. Unforgiveness, holding something against somebody else, isolation. Maybe we've been hurt so many times that we just want to do life all by ourselves. Maybe you're licking the wounds of a past betrayal, and you're allowing that one time offense to become a permanent place of pain. Another Bible story, Obadiah, who was a good king, he, he honored God, but he was afraid of Jezebel and Ahab. And they were killing the prophets. So he took a hundred prophets and he hid him in a cave. Then Elijah, the man of God shows up and wants to know where are all the other prophets? Elijah thinks that a a preacher or a pastor or a prophet that's locked away is no better than a dead one. In fact, I believe there's some things on the inside of you that God wants to bring out to proclaim and to minister to your neighbors, to your family, to our city, that if you're constantly living in hideout of intimidation, they're gonna die with you. The purpose will not prevail. But Elijah didn't hide. He confronted King Ahab. And when he did, we know that fire fell and there was a revival in the nation. I believe when we don't hide out from our issues, when we don't hide out from our problems, when it becomes normal for us as Hillsong Church to acknowledge where we need God and to step into our future, that God's revival shows up when we allow him to use us, even in the midst of insecurity or problems. Breakthrough doesn't happen if you live in a cave of worry and depression. Don't let your hangups hold you hostage from the breakthrough God wants to do in you and through you. It is your time to come out of the cave. It is your time not to run from your issues. It is your time to settle your hangups and your hideouts once and for all. There is a bigger calling for you. This new you you're called to be This new normal for your life, it's a courageous person. It's a faith-filled person. It's a victorious person. It's a person with Christ-like character. And you need to understand your old hangups have been permanently hung on the cross and you don't have to hide out from your issues any longer. You can let God in just as you are and he'll make you to everything you're called to be. You can become the person God's always desired and designed for you to become. I think about Moses who was called to bring God's people out of Egypt, but he had a hang up, he had anger issues. And he was stirred by the beating of one of his fellow Hebrews and his attitude and his anger, that inside issue that he never dealt with, that hang up pushed him too far and he took an Egyptian's life. And because of that issue, that hang up, he went in hiding for 40 years. And in 40 years in the desert, he kind of given up on the dream. It says in Exodus chapter two that he was content. Now the Bible says that godliness with contentment is great gain, but this is a different type of content. This was settling. This was settling with your old stuff, settling with his yesterday, settling with his old problems and giving up on his God dreams. And in these four decades of hiding, it had taken him from a man of passion to a man who was passive. He settled down. His normal was just leading sheep, but God had called him to lead a nation. What your normal has been might just be ordinary, but when you step into the new that God has for you, there's something extraordinary God wants to do in your life. And God finds Moses in his hideout. Just like I believe the Spirit of God is investigating your heart right now. And then the fire of God shows up in the burning bush and the voice of God begins to speak. And Moses has a resurrection of calling. I believe in the same way, where you've had some hangups in your life, some hangups in your yesterday, and you've been hiding out from the things that God's been wanting to do. His voice is gonna resonate on the inside of you, and He's going to begin to change you so that you can fulfill that God dream that you were always called to. Please don't let one disappointment of yesterday become a permanent disaster of your destiny. If you stay hiding out, your cave becomes a prison that can lead to a grave. But in John chapter 11, Lazarus is in a cave and Jesus walks right up to it and speaks, calls him by name and the cave gets emptied out. And in the same way, in the midst of your anger, your issues, your hangups, your problems, the old sin that's been living there for years, God's not intimidated. In fact, Jesus walks right into the situation that's been filled with death and he speaks life. Jesus will call you by name and call you out of your old so you can walk in your new. You know, in a cave, there's two viewpoints. You can look to the back of the cave, which is darkness, or you can look to the front of the cave where there's an opening and there's light. I think it speaks to the fact that in every single day in every single situation, we can look at things from the viewpoint of death or life, darkness or light. Can I encourage you? You might've been trapped in something for so long and God is wanting you to keep looking to the light. Don't turn your back on the opening that he's giving you by his grace to walk into your future. Keep walking towards the light and before you know it you'll be out of that hideout you'll be out of that cave you'll be free from that hang up once and for all i've got three very simple things very practical things to help you get over your hangups and out of your hideout so you can walk into the new normal god has for you first one is this invite investigation into your life in the bible it says in psalms 26 test me lord try me examine my heart and my mind It's the cry of King David. Not that he was trying to say, God, look how good I am. No, he says, God, where can I get better? God, where can I grow? In the same way, be a person that invites the investigation of the Holy Spirit, maybe even another mature believer in your life. Talk about the things that you've been walking through, the feelings that you have, the old things in your yesterday. Invite that investigation in, because when you do and when you know the truth about yourself, then you can let the greater truth about what God has already done for you become the reality of your life. The second thing is this, work at integration. In other words, don't just know it, Do it. That's what it says in James chapter one. Don't just hear the word of God, do the word of God. If you're a believer, you're a doer. It says in the message, don't fool yourself into thinking that you're a listener when you're anything but that, letting one word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those that hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror walk away and two minutes later have no idea who they are or what they look like. In other words, if you don't work the word into your life, you lose your in Christ identity. Let's be people that know the word and do the word. And I wanna encourage you, if you're a new believer, it's better to obey one thing in the Bible than to know the whole Bible inside and out. Start gaining things from God's word and start working them into your daily word. If you're reading the word, and something in there kinda convicts you, it challenges you, you realize it's not the reality of your life, stay on that passage for a little bit. Ask God to investigate you and then how you can integrate that word into your reality. Final thought is this, make sure you commit to connection. I know we've all been at stay at home, we've all been in quarantine. Maybe you're with your family, your spouse, your roommates, or even all by yourself, but spiritually speaking, Even when there's been separation, it doesn't have to be isolation. Make sure that you're doing everything you can, even before we come back to church, to still connect with the church. Commit to this connection. In Hebrews chapter 10, it says, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. You need the encouragement that comes from the people of God as a part of the house of God. Let's encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. In other words, as long as time goes on, the more we need to commit to connection. I believe that in the near future, we're going to be able to gather together as a church in our connects that 10 or maybe soon 15 people will be able to get together and to watch the message, get to worship together, get to discuss what God is teaching them or what they're going through. Make sure you don't miss this connection point. In fact, there's been some of you that have been part of our church for many seasons, but have never found your fit in one of our connects. I wanna encourage you, don't let your old way of isolation become a hangup that keeps you hiding out from the beauty of God-given community. So no matter what the hang up or the hideout has been in your life, there is an empty cave, an empty grave in Jerusalem that means that you can live a full life. Jesus has already died to set you free from all of your yesterday so you can walk with him into your future. What has held you captive? What sort of issue have you faced? It says in Romans 13 that the night is almost gone. I believe it's something we can grab a hold of. This season is almost over, but don't miss the significance of what God wants to do in this season. And though the night is almost gone, the light of day will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Another way to say right living is righteousness. Righteousness is a gift. It means we're right with God. And because Jesus went to the cross, went into that cave, and walked out of that grave, now we have a connection with God, not based upon how many hangups we've had or haven't had, how many times we've served him, or how much we praise, or how much we give. No, we're made right with God through the gift of Jesus. And because we have this righteousness, we can come to him just as we are. The Bible says that the name of the Lord, it's a strong tower. It says in Proverbs 18 that the righteous can run to it and can be saved, that you can be safe. No matter what you are facing, no matter what issues you've had living in your life, there is freedom for you. There is a future for you, but you've got to make the choice for yourself. No more excuses. It's time to get out of who you used to be and receive the gift of who God has called you to be. I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray for you to get a brand new beginning with Christ, to receive that gift of righteousness that Jesus wants to give you. And for some of you, maybe you've prayed this prayer before. It's time to make a new declaration that you're not allowing the old things to live in your life any longer. You want the new thing, the new normal that God has for you. Maybe you've never prayed this prayer. Today is your day to get out of being distant from God, to invite Him into your world, into your life, so you can experience life as it was meant to be lived, a life lived with God and for God. Would you join me in prayer? Say these words after me. I encourage you to say them out loud. Say, Dear God, I give you my heart. I invite you in. Investigate all of me. Anything that's in me that you don't want in me, I thank you that you're covering it by your grace and you're restoring me. Please redeem my life. My life isn't over. There's a beautiful future with you, and it's right on the horizon. I turn from my old ways. I'm getting over my old hangups. I'm not hiding out anymore. God, I'm walking with you into my destiny. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we are so proud of you and we believe God's got something great in store for you. Hillsong, Kansas City, I love you so very much. I cannot wait to see you face to face. But in the meantime, Let's be the people that face our problems head on with the strength that comes from God's grace. Let's get through some of the things that have been living on the inside of us for far too long and let's get on to who we're called to be. This is our new normal that God has for us, facing down our problems, not living in fear and walking into our future. I love you very much and I'll see you soon.